Welcome to Define You Radio. Class is in session with your host, the Southern Belle of Bold, Valencia Griffin Wallace. Are you ready to unapologetically build your confidence, achieve goals, and design a life worth living? Learn the life lessons and strategies to define your life, money, and business. Pins and papers ready. Class is now in session. Yeah, I already know I got to let the whole beat play. I don't know what y'all going to do in 2018 when I change the music up a little bit. Um, and the intro is one of the reasons why I have to do radio and not live TV or anything like that. People have asked me um, over here, hands in the air, like, you know, like I'm 20 again in the club. So with that being said, Hello and welcome to Define You Radio Classes in Session, where you get the tips, strategies, and life lessons from those who have defined their life. I'm your host, the Southern Belle of Bold, Not Soft, Valencia Griffin-Wallace. Make sure you follow and connect with the show on Define You Radio's Facebook page for updates and more. If this is your first time listening Thank you so much for joining us. I am extremely excited about tonight's guest, who I will bring on very shortly. Um, There's only 25 days until 11-11, which is, in case you don't know, it's the day of Define You Live Crown Up Edition happening in the beautiful Houston, Texas. Guys, I'm so excited. We have like entertainment, a fashion show that I may or may not walk the runway. I'm not sure. I'm not making any promises. To find out more information about Define You Live, connect with me on Facebook or simply go to defineulive.com and get your passes today. It's a once in once a year event. So you miss it this year, you're going to have to catch it next year. That's all I got to say. So um October, I was about to say November. October, we've been talking about being intentional and on purpose. And we are continuing with the fabulous Queen V. And I have to say Queen V because I I rarely get a chance to say that. Um, She sports a shirt and I posted it on on Define You Radio's Facebook page. I need one even though I don't bake. But it says, I don't sugarcoat nothing but cupcakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope y'all could hear me when I just did that. Um, yeah, it's one of those kind of shows. So let's go ahead and welcome Queen V. Tabron to the show. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I mean, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm so I've been excited to have you on since we first talked. I was like, oh, I love her. Then, you know, yeah, I'm a little partial because, you know, you have a V. I'm a V. It's like an instant connection right. there. Mm-hmm. So how's your it's Tuesday going? energy. <laughs> yes. My Tuesday is going awesome. I mean, I can't complain. Like when you mentioned purpose, when you're doing what you were called here to do, you always got some feel good feelings going on. So I feel amazing. Hashtag amen. That's what I got to say. So, Miss V, why don't you go ahead and tell the audience a little bit about you, especially since this is your first time on the show. Tell them a little bit about who you are, what you do. Go ahead and fill fill in the blanks. Okay. Well, I am V. Tabron, also known as the queen of all things domestic. I currently live in Atlanta, Georgia, by way of San Francisco. So I created SaverV.com, which I say everything is made from scratch, produced with love. And I always tell everyone that I found my purpose by accident, but we do know, you know, that there are no accidents. So in 2013, I was broke as a joke. Bank account was $500 negative, didn't have any help. Electricity was turned off. And I had a college degree, and I'm like, man, I'm supposed to be 
smarter than this and so I thought I have a job I can't even take care of myself as a woman and I felt basically like a loser and so finally I felt like something inside of me was like girl you need to bake and I'm like uh okay how am I going to do that I don't have any life of course (laughs) (laughs) how are we going to do that clearly I'm hearing all the voices now because that doesn't make any sense and I heard the voice again so I would like sit on the floor and read books and that was my entertainment and so I would have my little candle and I'm reading books and I just kept reading and that's when I got that idea and I called a friend immediately like hey girl you know can I come over your house luckily my phone bill was still on because I was on that wonderful family plan with my parents so my cell phone Mm. was still on and she said I could come to her house she wasn't even there she told me where the spare key was and I let myself in and I used her ingredients and all of that as well. And I ate all her food. <laughs> and I baked snickerdoodle cookies. And I'm like, okay, you know, my belly's full. Like, what's going on here? Like, I baked this stuff. And I heard the voice again basically say, like, sell this. And then I felt really weird because I'm like, I'm a grown woman. I'm going to be so Like, this doesn't, it just didn't make logical sense. So I went over to Walmart with my last 10 bucks. I bought the little self-addressed labels that, you use on your return address envelopes as well as the little plastic bags with the ties. And I wrote my phone number on the back of these cookies and I went door to door selling them. I went to grocery store parking lots. I went to the barber shop. I went to hair salons and everything. And when I got back into the car, I'm looking at all this change and stuff on the seat and realized that I made about $200 in one hour in that birth my business at birthsavory.com that was 2013 and we are shipping everywhere now i saw on uh i want to say it was today on facebook that Mm -hmm. you are shipping to hawaii yes today yes i'm like oh shoot let me find out you know i'm shipping to places i can't even spell honestly i'm like is that oh that's hawaii So I was super excited about that to go from, you know, just running to barbershops or running in the mall and getting chased out of the mall by security from trying to just sell desserts and take care of myself to now order from Hawaii or order from Europe. And it's like, this is crazy. You know, it feels amazing. So you are, I, I love that, um, that, feeling that you that you give off and I'm sure the audience can read it too like you are still in in awe and you've been doing this you know for years and I and I love that um that honest uh rawness that honest passion because you know sometimes people when they've been doing stuff for a while it's kind of like yeah I do this you know very Mm -hmm. cut dry it mm -hmm. is what it is but Mm -hmm. I said a while back, uh, your blessing could be somebody else's miracle. And people don't realize that. Like your mm-hmm. everyday life, somebody is praying for, for that. You know, like you said, right. you didn't have lights, mm-hmm. you know, and here it is, people using all their electric to not appreciate what they got, you know? Right. I mean, like, turn that light off, girl. We ain't got time. <laughs> girl. I, 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 I so love that about you so let me ask you this did you because you said you had a, a degree what was your degree mm-hmm. in something I'm not using it was psychology <laughs> but I honestly was a professional. you use it though yeah now but let me tell you about all the degrees I did not use I it took me <laughs> um about seven years to finish undergrad and that was because of, not because I wasn't smart, it was some internal issues. I suffered from an intense amount of depression that I didn't even know I had to where I didn't want to get out of bed, I didn't want to do any work. And, I, and then that's the thing, when I would do something, it was effortless. Um, it wasn't hard to bang out a 10-page paper. Now, I didn't have those issues. My issues was that I was sad. I was depressed. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know why I was here. And when you're separated from that soulful life, that faithful life, that knowing why you're here type of connection with God, you know, um, you're just kind of walking aimlessly. And that's the place that I was in. So I was trying to figure it out. So it took me forever um, to get through college. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to try this master's degree program. I dropped out of 
an MBA program, a master's degree program, a medical program, because I just didn't know who I was and I was searching for something. And I feel like I just got tired and was like, girl, you know, we don't, you, it's hard to get your attention. You don't get it. We're going to turn these lights off. We're going to make sure Hmm. you're broke and we just going to get your attention because you don't have anything left. And with me not having anything left and being flat on my back, the only way was up since I was already at the bottom. And that was the best decision I could have ever made. Like, if I could do it all over again, I would do it the same way because the passion is still there and the excitement is still there. And I just feel extremely grateful for everything that's happening now. That's why I just feel so exciting to me in my spirit because I know where I was. I I love that. I love that. Um I love that you said that, you know, you were put in a I say sometimes um God puts us in a position. I think a lot of times we're put in a position <clears throat> I'm sorry, excuse me. Um to where when something happens, when something works mm-hmm. We know like 100% it was not us. It was strictly um, because we mm-hmm. were obedient. And right. um, and I, and I a lot of people don't necessarily recognize that. But a lot of times that's why nothing else will work. Because then mm-hmm. you can say, well, I did this, I did that. No, when you're in a position of, of hitting that brick wall or, or, or on the ground or whatever words people want to use and something happens that you can't deny, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't you, it, it was God. And people forget that people forget yeah, that. Absolutely. So snickerdoodles, I know what they <laughs> are. I just so happen to pretty much love them. Yeah. Did you bake? <laughs> Did you bake before? Like, were you a baker before, or did was it just so random and out the blue that you needed to bake? Uh, no, I used to bake with my grandma when I was younger, and Annie Ruth could cook her behind off. If you said you didn't like the taste of something, her new mission in life, hopefully you weren't allergic to it, because her new mission in life was to make you like whatever you said you disliked. She just felt like somebody just made it wrong for you that time and she was going to change your life when she made it. (laughs) Normally that did happen. And so she would make tea cakes and she would get the little milk crate and I would stand on the milk crate because I was too short to reach the stove and I would help her bake and I would just talk to her. And she told me about how she loved baking and wanted to have, you know, restaurants and bakeries and stuff one day. And as a little child, I'm thinking like, you know, you can do anything. You know, in in my mind, Mm -hmm. she was one of my heroes, like the way we look at our our grandparents or people who we really love. Like, she was my hero, and I didn't understand for the life of me why she didn't think that she could do that. Um, And so a wonderful, wonderful woman with a low self-esteem, as as I got Mm. older and realized that's what it was, who didn't believe in themselves and believe how good they were and she ended up uh, passing in 99 but I had told her you know well, grandma when I get big I'm gonna buy you a bakery you know how grandma's are they're like okay so you're right. like whatever and so <laughs> I had you know it time went on years went on and I did life and all that and I feel like a, a piece of her is still with me like she made me honor that promise <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm baking my little uh, life away um but my, I also would cook with my stepmom, who I adore. She is a wonderful and elegant woman. My dad's been married to her for 26 years and counting, and her family cooks too. So when I was in high school, she started inviting me into the kitchen with her, and then I got to feel that connection again, you know. After my grandmother left, I wasn't really, like, in the kitchen with anybody, but I got to get in the kitchen with my stepmom. You know, we make a cornbread from scratch. We frying chicken. You know, we doing So she things. was from the South. Your stepmom? No, the, my stepmom is from San Francisco. Everybody they cook cornbread in San Francisco? I have questions. Yes. <laughs> Everybody cooks. All my friends in California. You got to realize they all came somewhere from the South. So like oh, my okay. My from, okay. was from Montgomery, Alabama, you know. So everybody, they're from the South, one generation removed. But, yeah, we all cook. <laughs> we be burning in the kitchen. You know, we don't play. <laughs> 
it's I love that um and shout out to my stepmom, even though her and my dad is you know, they've been divorced, um, she mm-hmm. could cook, she couldn't season. And uh, she was from like Washington. Uh, That's where she is now. Shout out to you, Paulette, if you're listening in. I love you to death because she supports me so much. But she couldn't cook. Um, I I don't want to say she couldn't cook, but she uh, just didn't know. Like the seasoning is different. Like in the South, we're built for for seasoning. And um, I pretty much used my French gave her hell. Um, and she'll tell me now, like, no, you weren't that bad. Yes, I was bad. I was bad on purpose. I used to call my mom and tell her you were trying to kill us with your bad cooking. Um, and, and it's funny cause I am a, a bonus mom now. So, uh, I just had right. to throw that out okay. there since you mentioned, I mean, my stepmom probably could cook. She just couldn't cook to my Louisiana standards. So, Ooh, um, yeah, nobody can. <laughs> You, you know, like just throw some Tonys on it, a little Kanye and something so I could taste right. my food. I travel right. with seasoning. I, I, I tell people, people think it's funny. I travel with it. I'm serious about my food. So um, I had to throw that out there. But I, I love that um, that, you're, that you did it with your grandmother. And, mm-hmm. you know, I recently lost my grandmother a couple of months ago. And I had the conversation Mm. with her and I realized it was so much that she wanted to do in life, but that was like a different era. She got married, Mm -hmm. had kids and it was, um, you know, she wanted to be an actress and model and be a nurse, you know, all kinds. I'm like, well, why you didn't, you know, like Mm -hmm. to to me, it seems simple to say, well, why you didn't, you know? And Mm -hmm. I love that you, you recognized and made that promise to, you know, your grandmother and you're living up to that. Cause a lot of times um, our grandparents have dreams, even our moms mm-hmm. have dreams right. that for one reason or another, they don't do in some kind of way we fall off into it and putting our own mm-hmm. little V like spin on it. Right. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that. Um, you mentioned depression. Mm-hmm. Um And that's something that we, people really don't talk about. And I love that you said that because a a lot of people Mm -hmm. don't talk about it. So what was that, Mm -hmm. that worst moment you, you remember during that time period of your life when you were going through the depression? I just remember feeling extremely alone. Like I was so far away from home. For one, I'm an only child, and my parents are all in San Francisco, and I was here in Atlanta. And I just remember just feeling, feeling alone. Like you know, I didn't really have any friends, or the ones I had, we were just we were on two different paths because we had two different purposes. You know, they had mm. one thing going on and spiritually God had something else for me. So I couldn't, I couldn't always relate and connect with everybody because I wasn't meant to. I know that now in hindsight, but I just felt like I was alone. And then when I realized that God was just trying to get me closer to him, get me in a a place where he had all of my attention so he could do something with my life. That's when I actually came out of that depression. I I love, I love what you just said. And in our darkest moments, when, when we feel alone, um, I want to say as, as women, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. pretty, I know men go through the same thing, but, if we think about our darkest, our darkest moment where we feel alone and nobody's there, that's when you have to realize like you're not alone. And once you're alone, but know you're not alone, that's that thing. And it's kind of hard to put into, into words, but anybody that has Mm -hmm. been um, dealt with depression in any way, shape or form and has came out can Mm -hmm. go back and look at that darkest moment. That's one word you will hear a lot is I felt alone and Mm -hmm. we have to get alone in order to, to hear what God is trying to tell us to, to get, uh, you know, we get so caught up, 
you know, he has to get your attention and you have to be quote unquote alone for that. You have to have nowhere to go, nobody to call, Mm -hmm. no, you know, so, um, thank you for sharing that. So something uh, very interesting we discussed on, on the phone when we talked that Mm -hmm. adult girl scout moment, you know, that stuck (laughs) in my head. That happened, right? Um, <laughs> the adult Girl Scout moment. It was the moment of feeling like, okay, I'm smart. I'm supposed to have a career. I'm broke as a joke. My account's negative. I can't take care of myself. And my grown self is about to get out here and sell cookies in the middle of the street. Like mm. I felt like in an adult Girl Scout, I, I felt like, this is rock bottom. Like, I'm a loser. I'm going to be out here selling these because they're going to be like, there's a strange lady trying to poison us. And that's how I felt. And you know what? What we think of in our heads, you know, what we worry about. All the, people received me so well. They thought it was so cute. They liked that I was doing something honest. I think it helped that my voice was kind of tiny, too. They were like, oh, how cute. You know, this is awesome. Yeah, I would love to buy this. Even when I went into the Hair salons, I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I've been the lady in the hair salon where somebody tried to walk up and sell you something and you roll in your eyes. I didn't meet none of the people who used to be like me. Thank God. I was spared. I was, you know, God just waved some favor over me. But I encountered amazing and wonderful people that day, and I took that money, went straight to Georgia Power, and got my lights turned back on and mm. I've literally been baking ever since I have not I don't miss days baking unless I'm traveling or speaking or something. I bake I get in that kitchen every day because it's that's my ministry. You know, we all are called and without getting too religious because I know this show ain't for that, but without you know, you gotta know what where you're planted at, what you're called to do. You your ministry may be the kitchen, your ministry may be at Home Depot with your coworkers. It, I don't care where it is. It may be on the computer with your logos and your design or on the radio with your voice, but we all have been created to do something. And so that's just my ministry. It's, it's the kitchen, and I really, truly bake, bake with love. When people contact me, and they're like, girl, I can feel the love in this. And, you know, sometimes people are like, are they exaggerating until they try it? That's just my ministry. That's my gift. You know, that's the work of you know, my hands, that creation, giving amazing dessert to people. That's part of what I was here to do. That's my little ministry. Mm. I, it's it's a, a very great ministry to have, and I can't wait mm-hmm. to uh, taste some of that ministry and, and love <laughs> myself. Um, right. And I know that's a conversation we need to have. Yes. And I, and that's what why I think it probably grew so quick um and gained mm-hmm. attention and what would what would you say about that like if somebody said you know you grew quick um you got a lot of a lot of attention like why why do you think that is um it grew because I was willing to grow a lot of times people avoid the growth process because growth really freaking hurts especially if you're avoiding it and you're not doing it. So I I posted something on Instagram today about leaning in, and this is just for women and female entrepreneurs. A lot of times we're doing stuff, we hustling, we grinding, and that is a very masculine energy. There is a difference between a man and a woman. And as a lady, you were created to lean in, to submit, Mm -hmm. to be elegant. You don't have to grind. And I said, you know, I'm not grinding anymore, and I'm not hustling anymore because God created a lady and if I stand in my truth, if I stand in my purpose and I be who I am, then I receive every good thing. It just starts being attracted to me. It just starts coming to me magnetically. And I realized that I had to stand in my truth and stand in my power and and that's how I would grow. I grow by just being who I am, being true to myself and that I don't have to, you know, flex or show out or blow out your candle to make mine shine brighter. I can just be V and I'll be great at that. And other people will be able to feel that. And people can feel when you're being genuine and they also feel when 
you're not being genuine and you begin to repel that because sometimes you're just trying too hard because you're operating out of order doing something that you weren't called to do. So I always say stand in your truth, you know, figure out your calling, whatever feels effortless because ain't nobody going to do, do it like you can do it when it comes to your purpose. Hashtag amen again. <laughs> Hashtag amen. And you just said like so, so many things. I love that you said you were willing to grow and, and, and you did it. Cause I think a lot of people are, they're scared of growth and what they, mm-hmm. what that may mean. And a lot of times it's easier. Okay. Follow this uh, blueprint and do it just this way and just that way. And, you know, um, and I'm sure, you know, cause I I've seen on social media, I think you, uh, had a speaking engagement this weekend, right? Uh, last week. Yeah. Last week. Okay. Last week. Told you I, I'm just catching up on <laughs> stuff. And, um, <laughs> you know, like when you go speak, you have your own, your own style. Like I, I love, uh, the youthfulness I could hear in your voice and, and that excited, mm-hmm. um, the flavor, you know, yeah. and I have a very, uh, you know, I tell people you can hear the gumbo in my voice when I talk to you. I'm very loud <laughs> and I'm very Southern and, you know, my Facebook lives, I have my mic. I'm very animated. Um, mm-hmm. and, and some people are very quiet and I had to fight myself to be me. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because absolutely. no, nobody else uh, that I saw, you know, everybody does their Facebook lives or whatever with the phone right in their face. And, you know, they, they talk, you know, very calm and I'm, I can't keep calm because I didn't know I was going to live to 40, you know, like yeah, real talk. Absolutely. So I'm excited to, to be alive. And mm-hmm. so when I do a Facebook live, yeah, you get that gumbo that spicy gumbo version of Valencia and when people meet me in real life they oh you really are that way uh yeah Mm -hmm. right you know um and I love that you are so yourself Mm -hmm. now let's talk about the shirt if you would like to share with the audience exactly what your shirt says and where that came from because I was like I need that even though I don't um okay you go ahead say what the shirt says first well, the shirt is, is very cute, and it's pink, and it says, I don't sugarcoat nothing but cupcakes. And that's true because I'm the type of person, I'm I'm the friend that you better want the truth if you want to know how you look in that dress. Because if you look a mess in that dress, I'm going to tell you. I'm very honest. I'm very much a lady, um, you know, but I'll, I don't bite my tongue. I say how I feel um, because I feel like feelings – are fleeting. If more people would have been honest with me, I would have grown even faster. It's because people Mm. tried to, you know, sugarcoat my feelings and spare me from this and that. You can't spare anybody from from life and this life experience and what's happening. So I'd rather you tell me the truth so I can catch on, so I can fail fast, if that's the case, and um, get on with my life and get on with my growth process. So I always try my very, very best to tell the truth in in every situation. I feel like we live in a society now that is just uh, full of lies. It's, you know, the social media lies, you know, it's the throwing on these 50 filters and, you know, be who you are. People love who you are. Like people are looking right now. We're in a season where people are looking for something real. They're looking for truth. Mm. They're looking for revelation. They need they need honesty. They don't need nobody sugarcoating stuff for them and telling them lies, you know. So that's what my, I don't sugarcoat nothing but cupcakes because I'm giving you, when you give V, you're getting my truth. So that's what that shirt is all about. Did it, did the, did the shirt come to you like one night you're laying in bed or, or you were in the kitchen cooking? Like, <laughs> no, you know, because it's very it a, catchy. It was in a group chat. It was in a group chat. And um, one of the young ladies, it was a blog group, and she was sharing something that she was going through, and they wanted to know what I thought about it. And I started sharing. I said, honey, I don't have time. I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing with you, honey. I don't sugarcoat nothing but cupcakes. And they were like, girl, you need to put that on a shirt. And so we did. (laughs) Smart. Smart. (laughs) 
because I, I, I love it. I don't, like I said, I don't um do, you know, sugar coat cupcakes or do, you know, cupcakes, my baking skills. Right. Um, leave something to be desired. I, right. I can cook a few things, but um, I just need the shirt in my life. I will, I will get one and I will take a picture in it because that's just like I, I don't sugarcoat, and it's not. Um, it's just honest, like you said. We are very much. Um, people want to lie to you you know uh Mm -hmm. people don't want to say what it is and I said you know we just and you probably remember this from psychology how to build Mm -hmm. a criticism sandwich you compliment criticism compliment and I tell people that's how you do it you just don't come off um you know with the criticism or with the nasty like I'm gonna make you a sandwich first that's how you know I really like you because I'm gonna make I'm gonna do the compliment uh criticism (laughs) compliment you know so you know I gotta cut you gotta cushion it that's the one thing Mm -hmm. I do remember from my psychology classes is (laughs) that because that made sense I was like oh that's why people get mad I'm not making them a sandwich so um they need a sandwich they need a sandwich the meat in the so, middle, and they said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I was just giving them meat and no bread. So I guess, you know, <laughs> I, I've learned. I'm, I'm working on it. In, in, right. you know, um, one of the things that I recognize about you from talking to you and your bio and social media, um, that a lot of people may miss. You put, you had faith, but you actually put work." behind it you Mm -hmm. wasn't laying on the floor of your house or apartment crying praying for God to turn the lights on you Mm -hmm. you heard them and you went with it why do you think more people I think a lot of people forget that the work part Mm -hmm. of you know faith without works is dead they just want to have faith and not put work in it you know real talk so what are your Mm -hmm. thoughts on that um, I would say that God is not a genie, you know, mm. you don't get the three wishes and they just appear. Um, God wants you to be able to grow and he wants you to assist you in that process. So for me, I understood that, okay, well, here goes this idea. I'm telling you in plain English to to bake, meaning you're going to actually have to do something. And if you do it, I will support you. I will comfort you. I will make a way for you. I will make your name great in this field. And I will come alongside you and make sure that you do not fail if you're obedient to what I say. Obedience, in my case, looks like getting out there, baking, buying the domain name, creating the online store, making sure people have, like there were steps. This thing had to be built and God ordered those steps. So faith without works is dead. God is not a genie. You can't just say, oh my gosh, God, I want to be a millionaire and all that. And it it probably is the will of God for you to be a millionaire, but he's telling you to write that book and you ain't picked up a pen and paper or laptop or nothing Mm. yet. Oh my gosh, God, I want to be the most uh, the biggest jewelry designer, but you ain't bought the beads, you ain't created no templates, you ain't had the photo shoot, like you've done nothing. And then you're like, you don't even wear it's jewelry. Not meant. Yeah, it, it must not be meant for me. Or you looking over there at someone else, like, how is she winning? You know, you looking envious. How is she doing this, that, and the third? Because she actually did the work. She bought the domain. She bought the beads to make the jewelry. She bought the ingredients to make the dessert, and you didn't. So you're being your own worst enemy. Faith without works is dead, and you're going to have to actually get off your butt and do something. And um, I I realized that, and as soon as I got my little feet moving, um, that's when the blessings started coming. I I love love that. And if you guys have listened to the show before or even heard me in any way, shape, or form, you know I say two things all the time. I love that. Hashtag amen and the third thing, yay. Okay, so I just want to throw out <laughs> throw that out there for the first time listeners. Those are those right. are my signature Valencia things. But um mm-hmm. I, I seriously love that because a lot of people 
don't want to put the work behind it. And then, like you Mm -hmm. said, you know, they get envious, you know, um, people that know, you know, like people that come in on the tail end of not the tail end, but when you're already successful, they look at, they will look at your life, you know, this queen of all things domestic and she's so, Mm -hmm. uh, pretty and with her pink shirt and just her warm smile and not knowing when you were you know no lights having to bake at your friend's house right but you put work behind it people miss that middle part you know like you said with books people I want to be uh write books and have it on Oprah and you haven't write the wrote the letter a mm-hmm. you know right. Oprah waiting on you <laughs> yeah I mean um and that's the one thing that people need to need to understand is don't say you have faith and, and, and you're praying on the floor and you're crying and, oh, God, and breaking down and everything else. And then soon as he, he gives you that answer or he gives you an a inclination, an idea of what to do, you don't do it. Right. You don't do it. It's, it's plenty of times in my life I've been um, – broke real mm-hmm. talk uh i know i tell people i know what broke feels like but right. if i was broke it, it wasn't for a long period of time i've made mm-hmm. I've, look, i have to say it like this here i slung beef jerky i had bought me one of those <laughs> right. dehydrators from walmart forever ago i can't even stand beef jerky to this day pecan candy i used to make mm-hmm. a guy i was dating take pecan candy i made um or praline candy, I think they call it in other parts of the world, mm-hmm. uh, and take it to work and sell it. And I, I hate making pecan candy. I hate, you right. know, I, like <laughs> I, I, I love to eat. I don't quite love to cook. It takes too long. But I knew what I can, could do for my situation. Right. I'm, I'm a talented artist. You know, uh, God bless me with a lot of creative gifts. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. like to draw, even though I'm very good at it. And I tell people when I was right. a single parent, I used to do self portraits of people to make extra money. Mm-hmm. And right. and I knew a lot of times we, we already have that foundation. Uh, you know, your mm-hmm. grandmother prepared you for that point. You know, God prepared right. her to prepare you for that point. Yes. And we forget, mm-hmm. we forget that. So, uh, just thank you so much for just being just so real, real and, and honest and just, you know, you definitely are <laughs> queen, queen B to me. So <laughs> if if I would have asked you or if somebody would have asked you 10 years ago, would you have had any idea you would be baking versus using that psychology degree? Absolutely not. I'm 32 now, 22. No, 22, I was. I was still self-absorbed and in my ego and thought I was the flyest Zeta that ever hit the yard. So you couldn't tell me nothing at that time. You probably wouldn't have wanted to talk to me during that time in my life. So the answer is absolutely not. I had no clue. I was not interested in that at all. I thought I was going to be working for um, some other company while I try to build my private psychology practice and all that stuff and that wasn't it <laughs> that just wasn't it for me so I had no clue life is life is very interesting life is very interesting domestic arts what is that what yeah. does that mean oh for me it's, it's a you get a piece of my heart I am in love with the home I just want to have a beautiful big mansion only so I can stay at it all day I'm not trying to go nowhere my days, I like to be in the kitchen. I turn on my music. I turn on my Stevie Wonder and my John Coltrane. I put my apron on. I brush my hair back. You know, I'm painting my nails. I'm just, I love the home. I love feeding people, and I love caring for people. And that's just who I am, and I've always been like that. I like for my home to feel warm and be a certain temperature, and I like to grab the hot chocolate and get under the cozy blankets. Like, it's, it's domestic. It's, it's love. It's the way that I share my love with the world. So that's what Savor V is. When you get those desserts, you're getting a piece of that 
domestic artistry that I've created that I'm completely in love with because that's where my heart is. And and you forgot at home with your onesie <laughs> on. Oh, I love it. Oh, I got all types of onesies. He'll be like, girl, you got another one? I don't play it on my onesies. They're everything. Yeah, so I do, you know, I do I, the, I the onesies. That, uh, I saw that on Facebook. I was like, yes, I'm not the only adult woman <laughs> that likes to wear onesies when it's cold. Yeah. I will, I mean, I, I walk around the cold. house <laughs> with the with the little feet in them and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, are you married? Or, or in love? Be. I will okay, be so you're in, in May. <laughs> no, yes. I'll be married in May. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Do Thank you think you. Um, being being in love helped you to appreciate being domesticated? Um, I was already like that. I really was. Mm. Like anyone who's known me, even in my 20s, I was just like this. Um, but I knew that I was created to be with someone because someone needed that. Like I wouldn't feel like my whole full womanly self if I didn't have someone to share love with. Um, His love has helped my business. It's enhanced my purpose. It's made a woman out of me. It's made me mature. So the right person coming into your life will change your life in a good way. Um, I always felt as though I was destined for great things, but when you get linked up with someone who really loves you and is just cheering you on, it takes that purpose to a whole nother level. So right now I couldn't be the woman that I'm supposed to be without him. Hashtag amen. <laughs> I, 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 I second, uh, I, I don't know if I second that, if that's the right thing to say, but I definitely agree. <laughs> um, Cause I tell people, you know, I've been married before but this is the first time I've been a wife and mm. I, and I love that. Like, I'm like you, you know, and I posted something like a while ago, you know, cause everybody wonders, you know, what kind of man can tame this wild alley cat, whatever <laughs> that is Valencia. And I'm like, he didn't tame me. He ran wild with me, which allowed yep. <laughs> me to slow down. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, and absolutely. I am, it's it's funny sometimes because I'm like, you know, I was the one, I was tearing the club up literally, oh. you know, um, and just enjoying and just, I don't know, but I told them, the I, I was, I was, what's higher than the Himalayas or past the Himalayas? I was, <laughs> I just, like, I couldn't see it. In, in fact, when I met my husband, I told him, I was like, look. I've been married before. I'm not interested in doing this again. Uh, I told him that up front. <laughs> I told, and I also told him, you know, now that we married, I would have ran from me. But uh, yes, he tamed this wild alley cat, and and I don't know if it would have happened when it did happen. But I don't know mm-hmm. that anything to find you would have existed if we would not have gotten together because Mm -hmm. I do believe that you know because I believe that he gave me that extra he gave me that like that real confidence that like who you Mm -hmm. are confidence not who the world sees you and you could do anything Mm -hmm. period and I was like what (laughs) you just trying you just you know you just want me to keep you around but he he definitely um yeah, he's I don't and and I'm just being honest. I know that it was my what I'm doing is my purpose and I know mm-hmm. probably eventually I would have gotten to it, but right. God definitely brought him into my life to birth this baby, so to speak, uh everything. Mm-hmm. So love is great and you know, I will happily yeah. say I I'm happily d- domesticated now. Um Yeah. <laughs> Look now, I can he say that he domesticated the alley cat. He domesticated <laughs> me, but I, I still, you know, halfway cook around here. I can cook. I just, it's too hot. You know, you're in the <laughs> south. It is, it's too hot. So I give you much love and respect just for 
you know, you in the hot Atlanta and you in there baking right. like all day. <sighs> yes. I'm loving it. <laughs> much, much love and respect. And I wanted to kind of rewind on something. Because you talked about when you when you first started with your with the snickerdoodles, and you are going mm-hmm. to the barber shops in in the beauty shops. Um, right. Do you think that that helped you learn sales? Um, yeah, and get over fearlessness. I mean, because the difference between a transaction is someone that's just not open in their mouth. You know, um, some people are like, oh, I'm just going to show you this. But, you know, you don't have any confidence. I mean, my back was against the wall, and I'm like, honey, we got to eat today. We got to get out of right. this situation. In my mind, I was like, it don't get no worse than this. And so right. I'm going in the barbershop. <laughs> I'm going to, you know, people are like, oh, okay, cool. How much is this? Um, especially if they're sitting in the salon and they're starving. So And you know. It, it worked out for me. And it, it was um, – I would say that it was humbling. It was very, very humbling for me. And now I don't mind opening my mouth and asking anything or sharing my truth or telling you how I feel or asking for what I need, you know, um, because I've already been there, done that, you know. So I don't I don't mind um, asking now for the sale. Luckily, I don't really have to ask for the sale. I just drop the cupcake on the gram and people get it. <laughs> but mm. I still don't mind asking for um, the sale and just making myself available and saying, hey, here I am. You know, this is, you might want this product and this is great and this is fantastic. So, yeah, that definitely uh, helped me with sales. It helped me with my ego, which used to be very huge. Um, and it helped me find out who I was. So it was a, challenging journey but it was a beautiful journey to be on I love that and and it's that humbleness that I do believe is you know why you are you know part of the reason why you're so successful today I'm definitely going to get some goodies and an and <laughs> an autograph you know for when you're in in Italy you know, setting up shop and baking, and I don't know Valencia, so yeah, I'm gonna get mine now. Get oh, some evidence now. I'm gonna be like, that's that's my Southern Belle. That's my bold a, Southern Belle. <laughs> I, I look, I definitely, I you know, like I everything about you um, comes off as like you 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 doing it. I don't know how else to to say <laughs> it. The the politically correct, the internationally correct way to say it and guys she does ship internationally I just want to throw that out there for my listeners okay yeah I don't want to <laughs> miss out on on the goods okay um do you come up with your own recipes like do you get in the kitchen and experiment or mm-hmm. you what's yes, the most I do. interesting I have little... thing that uh, you've created let me see um I mean, if you go back on Instagram, you'll see little videos where I didn't got, like, an actual biscuit and stuffed it with egg and stuff so when it opens, it bursts. I'm really into um, the way things look and making it mm. look creative and fun as well as it being tasty because sometimes you'll get something that looks good and then you bite into it and you're like, no, that's not <laughs> where it's at. Um, I like to cook things that look good and uh, that taste good. And so um, this weekend I made a simple uh, caramel cake, but I make things um, from the way I feel. Like I have a very emotional connection to food and experiences and restaurants and in their lighting and I'm looking at the pictures on the wall and I'm, I like to go um, – Instead of chain restaurants, I prefer to go somewhere where they might only have a couple locations because I feel like someone is still in love with this process. You know, it hasn't been franchised yet and all that. So you get to see, you know, the art they picked out for the bathroom, you know, or the way the kitchen smells and they're back there having conversations. I'm in love with all those things. And so those and the are chef comes I'm bringing. to the table. <laughs> yeah, and talks to you. And so, so I'm in love with those type of things in regards to the kitchen. So. I made a caramel cake this weekend, and um, instead of just making regular caramel frosting, I added a little cognac to it to give the little kick, and so that was really, like, delicious. So I like to just put my own V-spin on things and just 
push the envelope and see what I can come up with in the kitchen to make things fun. I think, is that the picture that you posted, um, like today or yeah. yesterday? Mm-hmm. It yeah, so I good. I didn't about know what it. it. So was. that recipe oh, is goodness. on, yeah, that recipe's online. And I just try to make it easy. You know, sometimes I feel like people cook or you see some chefs and they're really good at it and they're just like, oh, yeah, I made this and it was so wonderful and you can't make this. No, my cooking, I try to make it for everybody. My recipes, I I spell it out to you like, no, you add two cups of flour and then you get your stick of butter and you want to cream your sugar with your butter. And I try to make it simple so that people can be a part of this experience with me, you know. So I try to talk in a way that even a child could understand so that you can get it. I'm not trying to talk over anyone so that they don't get what's happening. I want people to experience food and dessert the way I experience it. So I talk to them, you know, in that way. I'm going to try something. Now, if it doesn't look like what the picture shows on the recipe, I will not post Mm -hmm. it. Okay. Okay, but if it, it, it looks like it, even if it don't look like it, but I want it. I want it to look <laughs> cute. Uh, so maybe I mm-hmm. need to focus on what it looked like and not the taste. Do you? Um, <laughs> okay, I we have like nine minutes left. I still have like a million okay. questions. So hence okay. why <laughs> I know that we will. She will be back on, guys. I I promise you that. Uh, definitely let us know what you think about Miss V's interview. Do you cook? Do you bake? I have questions. Post them on Define You Radio's Facebook page. (laughs) Miss V, where's Mm -hmm. the cookbook then? And I'm working on something right now. I can't give the tea because it's a collaboration with someone else, but um, sooner than you think. (laughs) So we are working on something. That was a push. That was a push for you. Yeah, no, definitely. It is definitely being worked on. And we also have like I mean, tons of recipes. I know people are being more health conscious now. I have vegan recipes. I have vegetarian recipes. I have bacon. I have everything is on that blog. Um, And I even have vegan uh, cupcakes, you know. So the most popular vegan cupcake is the cookie and cream, and you wouldn't tell the difference. Only when I'm like, hey, you know what you're eating right now is vegan. They're like, girl, what? So, you know, I say that just because it's, Vegan doesn't mean that it's nasty. It just means that someone didn't know what they was doing in there and couldn't manipulate the textures and stuff like that. So So are are you using um, almond flour or coconut flour in it or? I'm using, I'm using uh, regular um, bleached flour and almond milk. I know, I know a little bit, (laughs) not too much, not, not, not I'm still <laughs> learning um mm-hmm. I'm still working on eating healthy so I've been uh using the almond flour and the texture is I'm like why lord <laughs> I'm not going to lie I'm I'm we don't have to talk about that so you could tell me like okay. how to get that almond milk I could do almond flour mm-hmm. and the and the coconut flour I'm like you know what I no <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. So, uh, <laughs> it's so yay. I love, I could just buy my stuff. Just say, okay, I bought it. So it's healthy. I got it from B. So I'm not having yes. to whip up, whip up that work, so to speak, in the kitchen. Okay. Right. I have one more question. And then we got to make sure the audience gets your information. Okay. Are you, are you, uh, like the person if people, like people invite you to stuff or they'll come to your house and they always expect you to, uh, be the one that cooks? Um, yeah, you, and I if, like it that way. Okay. Like I'm, okay. I'm like that for, even when I go back home to California for my family, you know, before I land, my stepmom is texting me like, Hey baby girl, what do I need to get from the grocery store for you to make? That is just Some people, the way they express their love, they may give you a hug or a kiss or they may buy you a gift or give you some money. The way that I'm expressing my love to you is cooking for you. So if I don't cook you nothing, you may be like, this lady don't like me. I just love to to cook for people and bring them their plate. And it's just something about when they take that first bite of food and they close their eyes, I'm like, your girl, they did something. So that's just the way that I express my love. So I do you know, like that they expect for me to cook all the food. So I'm so for that. 
that alone would make me move to Atlanta. <laughs> uh, just so I could be close enough to where I'm like, you know, inviting you over Monday through Friday. Um, right. You know, I'm just saying I'm I'm throwing it out there. I, I put right. nothing past myself at this point in life. That is fine. You know, because I, I like to eat. I don't like to cook. I said, I just I just need right. some real good queens in my life that just like to cook and, you know, yeah. like to feed me. Or something exactly. So, I got um, you. I got your back. <laughs> y'all, y'all hear that? So when I post some pictures, I'm in Atlanta. Y'all know I will be yeah. eating good. I will be eating yes. good, Misty. How can the audience get in touch with you? Get the shirt. Mm-hmm. How can they connect with you and all your fabulousness and get some of some of the in their life? Yes. Well. Um, you can go to savorv.com. That's S-A-V-O-R-V.com. And if you're listening, and I know you're listening attentively, here is the coupon code. It is I love Savor V. That will get you a few bucks off. We have vegan and non-vegan desserts. We ship uh, nationwide, uh, other countries. If you're in the armed forces, we support our troops, and we ship to Europe, Japan, wherever uh, troops are. And you can find me on social media. Um, at Saver V and at Domestic Queen V. And the next thing I have coming up is I'll be speaking at EBW 2020. That's Empowering a Billion Women. I will be flying into Austin, Texas for that conference, sharing about how to turn um, your hobby into a business. And there's just going to be a lot of women. EBW's goal is to empower a billion women by the year 2020. So, you can look that up, savory.com, stay connected, and that's how you can find me. Yay, I love it. And you're going to be in Austin when? Oh, November. Uh, the conference is November 6th and 7th. Uh, you're going to miss me. Uh, well, not no. in Austin, but I'll be in Houston uh, that weekend oh, after. for your event. Okay, okay. Got it. Aw. I'm in well, my feelings we got some at this moment. Going, so we'll we got some good synergy going. So we'll okay. we'll bump into each other soon enough. <laughs> Definitely. Um, question. Can they get the information on the conference from your website or where can they get that information from? Um, they can get it off my social media. Um, we'll be releasing okay. all the marketing materials because I was just added like when I went to uh, that speaking engagement in Los Angeles, and I was asked to speak in Austin. So this is Yay. something so new. Um, they just added me to the website, so I'll be releasing marketing materials this week, too, so everybody can stay connected. Awesome. And make sure you definitely inbox me or post it on the Define You Radio's Facebook page so that way everybody in the audience can definitely, you know, check you out and hear you speak. You guys hear her energy um, on the show. I only could imagine what she's like in person, which I promise 2018, I don't care if I have to walk to Atlanta. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to walk to Atlanta. I might need to you walk back walk. home from, from all the stuff I will eat while I'm there right. so I may have to walk back That's home true. to kind of work work that off um, right. and I will definitely post all of the information make sure you guys connect with her she is like awesome and definitely shows what happens when you kind of get out of your own way and, and listen mm-hmm. to God and definitely put that work in behind that faith V what tip yes. would you like to leave the audience with when they are in doubt with what they should do when they're in a bad space? I don't mm, know. I would Give say, a tip. In, okay, instead of um, one thing that works for me, instead of listening to everything on the outside, taking everyone's advice and all that, just being still and getting familiar with that intuition our inner compass never, ever lies to us. It tells us when to go left or to go right and when to stay still. So just get more in tune with your own spirit and listen to that inner compass. That's what I would say. That's the second time today I've heard be still. Mm, mm-hmm. 
I definitely think uh, the the be still is a message for me, and I I receive okay. that. I'm a, I'm gonna leave that at that. Right. <laughs> amen. I'm a that's a, that's amen. literally hashtag amen. Somebody else that's for that's for somebody else too, but I know for sure that's for me. V, it's okay. been a awesomely awesome great show. Um, I can't wait to have you back on because I still have like a list of questions. Like how you how you stay looking so good and you bake. Like I would be eating everything, but of course, guys, people y'all are, gonna people ha- are eating everything. <laughs> I, oh, guys, y'all gonna have to catch her when she comes back on. I will definitely. Um, I promise you, she's part of the family now, so you know she she'll be back on because I want to know how I could, you know. Cause y'all check her out on Facebook. You're going to see she's, you know, she looks very, you know, trim, very, you know, in good <laughs> shape. And there's no way if I was baking like that, I would no doubt be 400 pounds and, and icing <laughs> in every picture I took. I'm going to just leave that there. V, thank you again. It's been a great show. Ladies and gentlemen, Pens and papers down. Class is officially over. Make sure you join us next week, same time, same place. Have a great week. And remember, only you can define you. Thanks for listening to Define You Radio. Class is in session. Connect with the show at www.defineuradio.com. Pins and papers down. Class is over.